This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, here we go. We do a podcast for you. It is a new year. It's 2024. And before we get off, Al, I have to... I have to you got to remind me, there's one story that I found that I think will blow your mind that we have to get to before we wrap things up oh, today. Okay, fair enough, Jerry. So I'll do this once and I will never do this again. Happy New Year, Al. Happy New Year to you, That's Jerry. it. Done. No one cares. I went to a um, this place in uh, New Jersey called the Butcher Block. Yeah, sure. It's a famous like Very steakhouse. expensive, right? Yeah, first of all. I could never get in there. Every, I tried to booking a table okay. every time I go so on there. Go? So <laughs> Gina's ex-husband got us a gift card for there. How nice. Yeah, very nice. So I said to Gina, I go, well, we're going to have to book for lunch. Time out. Her ex-husband got you Christmas gift? <laughs> That's correct. What? Yeah, very nice. That's a great amicable, amicable divorce. Okay, yeah. wonderful. He I... always gets us a gift card for a uh, restaurant down near us. That is wonderful. Always very nice. That's very nice. All right, continue. I'm sorry. So I said, oh, we'll go there for lunch because I heard that the way you get a a, a um, reservation is you go for lunch, and then when you're leaving, they'll, they'll book you for dinner. Oh, interesting. Okay. But she randomly looked while we were driving in the car. She goes, I got Friday at 530. I go, all right, let's book it. Wow. So one, uh, they go there. It's um, valet parking, which I was prepared for. And I parked a mile away, Jerry, because I don't go for valet parking. She was not happy. Got, well, I already told her when we were driving there. I go, listen, I go, this place has valet parking written all over it. Okay. I said, and I'm not doing it. <laughs> she goes, well, then you're dropping me off. I go, yes, I am dropping you off, but I am not giving my cart. That was one of those things. COVID, I thought, was going to kill valet parking. Yeah, no, everything's back. It's everything's not, back. Everything's back. Handshakes. Yeah. Valet Al, parking. I was, at, I was at, before you continue, yeah. the Rutgers-Mississippi State game was at uh, was at the, the, the Prudential Center last Saturday. Now, remember, I wasn't, that week, I didn't feel great, right? I was up, I was down, I felt yeah. wonderful. So that Friday, when we left for the weekend, I went home, and as I was driving home, I felt horrendous, like it was getting worse. So I actually made a phone call to see if I could get someone to cover me. Like, I was literally trying to get out of the Rutgers game because I felt so awful. There was no one around. Like, I couldn't. 
So I got to a point, I'm like, all right, well, I got to do this. What do I do? When I got home, I slept 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., got up, had dinner at like 6, felt exhausted again, slept 7 to 7, got up, damn, felt better, but not great, went to the Rutgers game. Everybody would come up, say, ah, no, I'm, I'm not feeling great. I'm like, oh, it's okay. But did, yeah, they don't I care. just told you I don't feel well, and they're still trying to shake your hand. Yeah. Like, what? That is shocking to me that the handshaking. I know. Came I thought back. we were done with it. Yep. All right. So the valet's not has never gone away. It's back. It's back. So I didn't park. I didn't valet park, which was fine. I found the spot. All good. Then we get in there, and you have to first go and meet the um the uh a waiter who's gonna tell you about the cuts of meats they have. Right. You have to meet with them? Yeah, like you go into a room and they go, This is the ribeye. We You're get kidding. this from uh, okay. Montana. This is the Wagyu. We get this from Iowa Snake River. It's funny. They don't do that at Chili's. No, they don't. <laughs> no, they don't. And I knew, by the way, I knew I was in for it when I, when this oh, yeah. happened. I was like, okay. Yeah. Then I get, then they seated us, Jerry, in what I felt was the, mm, uh oh, the, they like, you're not famous type area you were like in a back room or something no right next to the refrigerator with the meats <laughs> right behind me clear refrigerator door okay but in the restaurant in the restaurant That's yeah all right but i was like this don't feel right and i got to tell you the other two seater people who were coming in and yeah. sitting down also felt like are we supposed to be here because it was like in a hallway where the where the uh where the kitchen refrigerator was, was. no oh, where the refrigerator okay was. but then i realized in walking around the place there were a lot, like, the, it's just a weird layout. Yeah, so yeah. all the tables look like they're in the way. Okay. Like, if you want to go to the bathroom, you're dodging tables. Got it. Dodging, dodging, dodging. Then the um, the menu is not divided up into appetizers, meat. It's just all bunch of things. Oh. And you do have to determine whether that's an appetizer or not. Is there prices on the menu? There are. Okay. The steak section. They have like a regular steak check section, which I don't think they want you ordering from. I think they want you ordering from the aged steak section. Okay. And then there was the Wagyu section. The aged steak section and the Wagyu section is priced per pound. Oh, boy. But you don't go like, I'd take a pound and a quarter of a steak. I go, how do you, how do we know how big the meat is? The guy goes, oh, well, well, we do the cut, we measure it, and then I come out and I show you what, it, how much it is and what it weighs. and So we had... I'm they, already not liking this. Yeah, I was already, I was confused, Jerry. So I uh, we had we had a... Gina's husband, ex-husband, got us a $150 gift card. Okay. When they came we out... got appetizers. When they came out, my cut of steak was $147. <laughs> <laughs> I had her text her ex-husband. I go... See if Scott will send us another card. <laughs> Did she? <laughs> she texted him to let him know we were using the gift card. Al wants to know, can you send another? <laughs> so I will tell you this. Gina doesn't drink. Right. I had two beers, okay. two, two draft beers. Right. We shared one appetizer. Okay. We each got a steak. Right. We shared one side. Was it a good size, like the side, like a shareable, or you just... It no, a... yeah, it was a regular, yeah, it was a shareable okay. size. So, shared one appetizer, right. shared one side. Each got a steak. 
I had two draft beers. Okay. Let she me... had zero drinks. Zero drinks. Had water, right? She had water. Right. Um, then for dessert, she had a cappuccino. Okay. And I had a coffee. Okay. That was no it. cake, no, no food. No cake, no All food. All right. So I would say if I was going to a regular steakhouse. Yeah. And I clear this is going to be way off because you already told me what your cut of meat was. But yeah. I would think 50 to $60 per steak. I'm going to say 60 per steak, which would be 120 I would say the appetizer, we're probably looking in the 15 to $20. I'll say 20 bucks. I'll go high end. That'd be take us to 140 I would go with the uh, with the side $12, $13. That would take me to 152 Did you do my two beers yet? No. Okay. The two beers I'm going to say were import. Uh, Stella's, Stella's on tap. All right, so I'm going to say on tap. I'm going to say $9 each for those. So that's 18. So I'm at 152. I'm at 170. A coffee and a cappuccino, $3 and $8. I'm going to say one. Honestly, I would, a, a meal like that to me with tip, I'm looking at 220. Okay. For two people. Right. With tip, it was 420. Wow. 420. Now I had a $150 gift card. Crap. Which I then use. That's a lot of money with no alcohol and no, and honestly, no dessert. No dessert. Coffee's not a dessert. And I'm sitting in the refrigerator practically. That's insane. It was crazy. And Jerry, I am not. I am not here to hear anybody. I don't want to hear that the economy is this. You the place is packed. Can't get in here. I, I, I know. I, I know. You man. can't get in. You can't get in any restaurant. All I was thinking, man, if you were there on an early date, like, you know, you're dating somebody, yeah, sure. you're going to get crushed. Because you go there with a date. And she's drinking wine. She's drinking a couple of wines. Vodka drinks. And you don't want to seem cheap, so you each get an appetizer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're probably in goodness. for $700. Yeah. And I'm not even joking when I say that. If you ended up with, let's say you each had three real drinks. Yeah. Not a beer. I mean, like, three drinks that cost... I mean, I go, when I go to Barrel and Roost, I get the, the whether it's Casamigos or, that's really, yeah, I'm trying to, I mean, I've had a gin and tonic, but like if I get the Casamigos over ice with a little bit of cranberry juice, and I mean, it's $19. So a place like that is probably $25 per drink. And if we each get three of them over a two, two hour and yeah. 15 minute meal, I mean, right there, I just spent $150 without tax and tip on drinks. It's insane. It really is insane. It was crazy. The waiter was great. The That's guy, good. He he could tell we were flustered by the menu, yeah, sure. the poundage, and all, we were sitting in the refrigerator. Like, yeah, he was answer. He was very good. The food was incredible. Okay, so those two things. Let me ask you. I, this is a serious question. You've been to Char. Yeah, I think Char is outstanding. Delicious. Not prices like that though. Right. It's expensive, but not like that. Is it that much better? No. See, see, I don't think so. I wouldn't think so either. Right. So so Gina got the filet mignon. Okay. Which, when you get in a regular restaurant, it's like $45 yeah. to $49. Mm-hmm. Hers was $88. Mm. That had an actual price on it on okay. the menu. But, yeah, I mean, it was really good. But I've had really good steaks. At other restaurants. In a lot of places. Yeah, yeah. 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 So that was great. Gina goes to the waiter. How do we... Get a reservation next time. The guy goes, oh, since you've dined with us now, go right up in the front and make a reservation. Gina goes, we got to do that. I'm not coming back here. (laughs) Without a gift card. 
I go, you know, I'm coming back here. My retirement party in five years. This is not a place you go on Saturday night just for Saturday night. Oh, this is going to be every other week now for Al and Gina. No way. That's a lot of money. Yeah. That's all because now you'd be talking about spending the four fifty. I mean, how much was it with tip? Four twenty with tip. Four twenty with tip. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I don't know how you cut down on that either. No, there's no way. You know, if anything, it increases if you have an extra beer because you know how much it's going to cost you, or <laughs> or you actually get a dessert. Yes. I mean, my God. I know it's unbelievable. Well, I know it's a great place. I've heard that too. That's a lot of money. I, I definitely wanted to go, and it was cool to go there. Yeah. And and, and uh, but I just don't know how people are just. And they were, Jerry, they were a ton of young it's gotta, couples. Uh, this is, it's got to be credit cards. It, it wasn't like, it wasn't be. like tons of like uh, 65 year olds that that have cash. This no, was like couples in their 30s rolling in there. I don't, uh, unless all these people are hedge fund investors, which yes. they're not. I mean, let's be, they're not. I don't understand how anybody's paying their mortgage. I really don't. Like I, the, the property taxes continue to go up and up and up. Interest rates are through the roof. I have a friend of mine that just bought a house. He's paying eight percent or something like that. Meantime, mine is two and a quarter because I refinanced when I could. And I'm looking at the house he bought, which, and this sounds crazy too. It was six hundred thousand dollars. It's a very modest home. Nice house. Don't get me wrong. Very modest though. I'm like, you paid five eighty eight for this, like, and at eight percent. Yeah. Like your mortgage has got to be like forty. He's like, he's like a forty four hundred or whatever he said. I'm like. And I know what he does. This is what I don't understand. I I don't know. It's got to be credit. It's got to be. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. What up, y'all? It's your boy, Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host, Harrison Sanford, on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, you go, you try and get a reservation for dinner on a Friday or a Saturday night. And uh, yeah, you can always walk into a chain restaurant. Even those, by the way, even some of those. Like you go to Texas Roadhouse, you got to wait an hour. You want to go to Hands, you got to wait. But some of these other places you can get in. But most of these restaurants, like you want to go to Barrel and Roost? You got to make that appointment a week in advance or forget it. You got no chance. Right. Even the place, um, oh, come on. He was just here. Um in, in Middletown, Red Bank, eh, you were there with us. Wow, I'm blanking out on the it. The Italian place. He owns Patricia's, yeah. Over Easy, anyhow, Gabriella's. Gabriella's. You want to go to Gabriella's? Today's Tuesday. You want to go Friday? Yeah, you know what? Try for next Friday. And these places aren't cheap. Right, and they're packed. Packed, yes. Wild And stuff. I love going out. I do. Yeah. But two things I've learned. One, it keeps me fat. There's no question about it, especially when I've been cooking very more blander uh, at home. And then we like we went out. Joseph got injured um, in basketball the other day. So we, we were kind of homebound. We couldn't do anything uh, for New Year's. But he was also bored. He's like, can we just go somewhere to grab something to eat quickly? I'm like, sure. Now, I had been eating, forget Christmas Eve. That was a disaster with the food. For the most part, been cooking and eating very well. Man, we went to, we went to Chili's. I figured it'd be easy. Six o'clock, nobody will be there. And it was. It was quiet. I got the... Shrimp fajitas. That's it. I said, you can even keep the uh, tortilla. Don't want them. All I ate was shrimp, rice, and black beans. As soon as I started eating, the, the salt, the I mean, it was great. 
An hour afterwards, I felt like crap. I love going out, but I don't do it that much because of that. And also, the prices become a little crazy. Yeah. A little the, crazy. The prices of, of, of going out is crazy. Yeah. And then you just start to, when you're in the process of doing it, you start to try to justify it, right? Oh, for sure. So as I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to cost me. I'm like, you know what? It's vacation week. That's true. We didn't go anywhere. That is true. This is this is kind of like going somewhere. But in the same thing, as I walk away, I could have been like, I could have had an iPad. Yeah. I could have bought an iPad with could've this. could have bought a 70-inch screen TV. I could have bought a 70-inch TV. Yeah, I know. Instead, I, I had a couple steaks. And and it was gone. And boy, I got to tell you, that is not a place for vegans. There was just raw oh, meat yeah. everywhere. Yeah. No, those steakhouses are. Yeah. They're now. It's like in Texas. When I go to Texas, um, not that I've gone there. Well, we went on vacation, but I didn't get there for the Cowboys this year. But in the past, we got to dinner, and you go to some of these steakhouses. I mean, they love to tell you about how they slaughter animals. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. We just whacked the bull out there. I was also then thinking about our waiter, and I was like, "What's this guy making tonight?" A lot. Oh my gosh! A lot. Now he's got to share that. He doesn't get all of it. Yeah, but... yeah. But now we're also trying to think how many times is he turning over our table because we had a five thirty reservation. Okay, so Done we by figured seven thirty. Yeah, well, but what was weird? I kind of feel like because uh, if we had five thirty reservation, maybe by seven thirty or eight o'clock yeah. they could flip it. Yeah. Oh, but they could flip it quick. But then they're probably only flipping it one more time if the place closes. Mm, at... I don't know about that. You get a nine thirty reservation in there. That's it, though. Yeah. And, and I, I was, was trying to figure out how many tables he was working. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if on and if you just assume twenty percent on so four twenty so what was your bill like three four twenty eighty what was your bill, I know like his 350? bill I know his tip was like seventy bucks yeah so your bill right. was like three fifty yeah so you got a seventy dollar tip let's say he's working three tables at a time so and I'm not no, I, most people probably have more alcohol than you guys do yeah so for those sure. bills are probably more right 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 so you got to figure he's turning over two sixty right yeah probably two sixty every two hours. So I would say if he ends up with three, um, three cycles, that's probably eight hundred bucks. And how many he's people share. you think he's got to share that with? Well, yeah, I'm sure he's got some sort of a helper. You got the bus boys. The bartender gets a small, a small little. My, and that guy who was explaining the different cuts of meat. to oh, me. Oh yeah, they all get a little bit of a share. But I'll bet you out of out of the eight hundred dollars, if that's what it is, my guess is he probably walks away with sixty five percent of it. Damn. He probably he's probably made five hundred bucks that night. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, sure. All cash too. All cash, right? All cash. And you work a Friday, Saturday. Yeah, but that's the trade-off, though. Right. You want to make that money? I don't. I'm sure you can go there on a Tuesday and it's busy, but not like a Friday or a right. Saturday. You want to make that kind of money? You got to be there on the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Because even if you let's say even people go out on a Wednesday, yeah. they might not be having three drinks. No, no. I think it's down as way. I I would think the bills come down during the week. But then again, I don't know if anybody works anymore either. So so that's got to be a very difficult job to get then, like to be a waiter or waitress at a high-end place, right? It's like what we always talk about. If you're going to do real estate, why don't you just sell million-dollar homes? Right. Why not easy to get the jobs? Right. Uh, I would think so. But then again, you know, everybody you talk to that owns restaurants say it's really hard to keep employees. People don't work. And I'm mm. not saying maybe that's high-end. Maybe, maybe a place like that doesn't have that issue. But, and I, again, I'm not talking about TGI Fridays. Some of these restaurants like that are in the middle that are, you know, a bill is still going to be pretty expensive, but not quite. They're still having staffing problems. Yeah. I should ask them what famous people have come through. Yeah. I'm sure a lot.
Well, I first saw that place on uh, Jersey Shore. Oh, is that the true? Jersey Shore people. Yeah, I don't there. watch it. Oh, it was, yeah, from even a years couple ago. years ago. So. I just know because our friends wanted to go. We had a, we had three other couples where we were going out um, a lot for a while. And one of the husbands said we should go there. And then one of our other friends in the group said, have you seen those prices? You know what a bill <laughs> with the eight of us will be with the alcohol? Oh. It'd be two grand. Yeah. But let's pass. And we did. Yeah. We actually did pass on that. Uh, did you see this uh, biker gang versus Ian Ziering, the actor? I saw the headline. I yeah. didn't read it. Yeah, it was weird because the headline seemed very scary. Okay. And then I finally even was like, TMZ has the video. I, yeah. like, I don't think I want to see this video. I don't think I want to see Ian Ziering Get getting ass kicked. beat up by a biker gang. It sounded very scary. Yeah. Then I was reading a little bit more, and it seemed as though he jumped out of his car first. Oh, really? So I was like, all right, now I'm interested. So I guess this, what they called the biker gang, Jerry, they were on little motorcycles. You ever know those little yeah, motorcycles? Yeah, little scooter motorcycles. We see them in the city. Yeah. Yeah. They're motorcycles, but they're they're mini. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They just, they don't, I'll tell you this, they don't look threatening. Okay. They're not motorcycles. But I guess they were weaving in and out of traffic, being jackasses, and bumped his car, so he got out. And then got into it with one of the guys and started fighting him. And then these other people came over, which, you know, one was like a heavy set woman. They didn't look like a threatening biker gang. But it was a brouhaha. And then he got back in his car and took off. And then the, but he had his daughter in the car. Oh, you God. can't be jumping out of the no, car if your no. kid's in the car with you. You got to actually, that's the one time you really got to keep, even if, even if they're in the wrong, yeah. you really got to keep your cool when you got the kids yes. in the car. He's 59 years old. Mm. He looked pretty good. I'm sure he did. Fighting off a biker gang. A lot of people look really... It's why it's so bizarre right now. You see so many people dying in their 40s and 50s, as we've talked about, and yet you see this person, what, they're 63, and they look like that? That's what I understand. You have people that look much younger than they should, or than you would think a 65-year-old looks, and then you have other people that are so super overweight. You're like, what? I know. Where, what's... Where are we? It doesn't seem to be an in-between. There's not much. I feel like I'm the in-between. You're the in-between guy? Yes, I feel like I'm the in-between guy. I am not nearly in the shape I should be in. I don't feel like I look old. Right. But I'm obese. (laughs) (laughs) Such a weird word. I am, though. I mean, I, you know, according to the guidelines, I am. What was the... You told me you had a story. listen to this. Yeah. So this, I found this fascinating. This was in the New York Post on... um, It was last week when I was doing shows... So this was published on the 23rd, which was Friday. And I saw this after you had left when I was waiting to do nothing (laughs) to get out of here. And I actually uh, bookmarked it so I could come back to it. So this is the headline. Lost ancient colony off the coast of Australia that hundreds of thousands once called home discovered. Ooh, I love that. Yes, this is fascinating. So scientists, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but... Scientists stumbled upon a massive forgotten colony off the coast of Australia that was once home to hundreds of thousands of people. Various artifacts and signs of human life were discovered on the northwest side of Sahol, located off the coast of the northern region of blah, 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 blah. Okay. The drowned piece of land was likely a thriving ecosystem during the late, I can't pronounce the word, period, which dates as far back as 2.5 million years 2.5 2.5 million years. And there were people running around it? Yes. That says um, this submerged landmass that still has buildings. 
Not, you know. Do like, they have photos? Um, I don't know if they're, these renderings. See, I can't tell what I'm looking at. I, okay. I, I think this is a photo, but it could be a rendering too. I don't know. Um, it said it was 250,000 square miles, more than 1.6 times the size of the United Kingdom. So it's it huge. Um, once thought to be a desert was actually filled with habitable fresh and saltwater lakes, rivers, and streams, as well as large inland sea that could have supported between 50 and 500,000 people. And so, yeah, it says that it also served as a bridge for people to walk onto Australia before it became the massive island known today as it is today. And then you go on and read about it, and they find the artifacts like two and a half million years ago. I love that stuff. Fascinating. And, and nothing crazy. Like, there's no there's no signs of gigantic humans. It just looks like people lived and the the oceans overtook it. Yeah, I think there's so much we don't know about yeah. the history of the Earth. world. Yeah, the history of the world. And that well, there are a bunch of civilizations that we're unaware of. Yeah. It says about half the shelf uh, drowned between twelve and 9,000 years ago during the first two periods of rapid global sea level rise. That's the other thing. Like, we talk about now, like, global warming and... A, this has been going on forever. Apparently two and a half million years. Exactly. Right. Where the earth freezes over, then the earth thaws, then the earth floods these cities. And you know what always remains? The earth. You're right. The earth remains. Yeah. It cleanses, it douches itself. You just have to, and this is a morbid thing to say, but you just have to hope that you are not in the time period where another one of these human killing things happen. Correct. We're getting there, though. A lot of people are warning us that we're there. Yeah, but I think, you know, the idea of extinction, I think as long as man's walked the earth, I think they've thought about it. Right. To me, it's like the aliens. I'm not saying they aren't aliens, but I feel like man has talked about aliens for 250 years, if not longer. Where are they? So show yourselves, aliens. No, please don't. I'm good. Don't show us. But you just got to hope that. In this tiny little pimple on the ass of the uh, the world that yep. we are here in this little infinite time, I'd prefer not to die that way. Yeah, you also do have to think like how old the like this is says two point five million yeah. years ago yeah, yeah. of of uh, and then our time on the planet is so infinite. Right. What are the chances we're going to be on the planet when this goes awry? Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm hoping in my one hundred years uh, that it doesn't happen. Correct. Let me just die peacefully. Yes. And not hitting a golf ball off a tree. That's not what I mean. Right. You don't want to die that way. That'd no, be a I terrible don't. way to die. Yeah, awful. Although better than in a, some sort of like a tsunami type yeah, thing no, that pass. takes over the I world. Don't wanna, that, that, you know what that fear must be like for the final moments of your life? No, thanks. Well, that's why they always talk about asteroids and. Yeah. Like they're just flying around right well, now. So that asteroids. was another one, though. It says, as you brought that up, there was another article about an asteroid that's going to come as close to Earth. I think it's 20,000 miles it's going to pass by, like next year or two years from now. And it's calling, uh, what was the word it called it, uh, where it could make, again, humans extinct. Cataclysmic. It wasn't cataclysmic, but it was something like that. Very good word. Um, And then you read the article, and it's like they're going to study it to pass on the information when it passes by again 3,000 years from now. (laughs) Yeah. I'd be like, ah, I'm not worried about years that. from now. Yeah. Can we get through this week? Yes. Like, my God. So I thought that was actually pretty yeah, wild, too. Yeah, that's a good too. one. 
That was a good one. I, 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 I I'm gonna look. Uh, I'm gonna look this up. Hopefully, someone does something on like uh, YouTube about it. I'd like to see that. Maybe Joe Rogan will have a guest on. About Maybe it. it's a very cool. So it was. It was an ancient city off the coast of Australia. Nice. Yes, and this article was just written literally last week. I'm gonna check that out, Jerry. You check that out. Yeah, yeah. All right, Jerry. Let's do the warm up show. We did that this morning. Now you're off the next two days. Oh yeah, I am. I'll be in uh, Columbus, Ohio. I got CeeLo. Yes. Uh, I'll do the post game with Eddie. Okay. All right. So.